KGEZ Good Morning Show Drill Down. A candid conversation with our correspondent covering this morning's hottest story. This is the second of our two exclusive KGEZ Good Morning Show Drill Downs, made possible by Dent Magic, the valley's leader in less invasive car repair, just north of Platt Electric Co op, Highway 2 in Evergreen, to Washington, D.C., and Bob Costantini. Good morning, Bob. Hey, uh, good morning, guys. Good to be with you. I'm having a bit of a computer problem this morning, so I'm just getting up to restart it on me. Anyway, um, the uh, Michigan primaries, let's uh, begin with that uh, at this point. And uh, the former President Trump won easily as far as the Republican primary was concerned. Uh, Nikki Haley getting 27% of the vote. Um, However, Michigan is a totally open primary. And that means that Democrats and independents can vote in the GOP primary if they wanted to. So uh, let that be, you know, let that weigh into the evidence of Nikki Haley's 27 percent. And uh, the former president uh, is moving on. And then next week is Super Tuesday. And Nikki Haley says she's going to continue in the race through that on the Democratic side. Uh, there, there was a significant uncommitted vote. More than 100,000 people voted uncommitted in the Democratic primary. And this was part of a campaign urged by Arab Americans, especially in the uh, Dearborn area and around Detroit, uh, where there is a large Arab American and Muslim population in, the, in that uh, part of Michigan uh, because of the president's support for Israel in the war uh, against uh, Hamas in Gaza and what is happening as far as the civilian Palestinian civilians are concerned. A lot of them, uh, the tens of thousands of them have died as a result of this war uh, against uh, Hamas. And the, the fact that the president is not trying to impose a ceasefire on Israel, which is something that he does not want to try to do, uh, he has urged Israel to uh, not go over the top, as he has said, but also has urged Israel to engage in a ceasefire during Ramadan so that aid could be brought in to Gaza and also allow civilians to get away from the city of Rafah, where Russia, uh, where uh, <laughs> uh, Israel is poised to attack and uh, try to route out any remaining Hamas militants that they think are there in the city of Rafah, but there are also over a million refugees there in that particular area uh, who had fled south to get out of the way of the war up north, and now they're they're kind of confined in in Rafah, and the president wants a uh, to, wants some way for them to get out of there, but because of his support and the accusations that Israel is engaging in genocide. Uh, a lot of uh, Arab American voters, it seems, and and young people also, who are unhappy with how the war in Hamas uh, on uh, in Gaza is going. Uh, young people, young voters, seem to be uh, upset about that with the president as well. So, in the Democratic primary, uncommitted got a hundred thousand votes, but uh, uh, less than ten percent is what it amounted to, and uh, the president easily won his primary. Uh, and uh, by the way, I noticed today that Marianne Williamson, 
has decided to unsuspend her campaign so she can get back into the Democratic primary, upset with Biden as well about this uh, this situation. I, uh, I'm wondering how much of this is going to carry on to the general election. Well, here's the thing. Um, uh, if uh, and, and what obviously is a big issue in Michigan, which is a very important state, which uh, Joe Biden won by 155,000 votes in 2020, if a lot of Arab Americans decide that they will vote for a third-party candidate or if they decide to stay home and not vote for Joe Biden as punishment for him and and you know if everything else remains equal if the situation in Gaza isn't much different between now and November then then that poses some kind of problem for the president it's 150 he won by 155,000 votes however i think it's important to remember that it is hard to imagine many Muslims and Arab Americans wanting to vote for Donald Trump. And again, I'm, I'm speaking specifically for the state of Michigan, where it could make a difference. Um, it, it is just hard to imagine a lot of them uh, would want to vote for Donald Trump when he is bringing up the idea of a Muslim ban again. He's the person who moved the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Uh, you know, Joe Biden has not moved it back. Um, but he, and he also, uh, when he was president, told Benjamin Netanyahu he could do whatever he wanted as far as settlements are concerned. And uh, he didn't care the, if there was a two-state solution. So uh, the, the, the concern, I guess, would have to be for the Biden campaign that in November, a lot of these folks would be upset with Biden still and would not uh, bother voting. And that could be a problem. Uh, will it make uh, that much of a difference? Hard to say. If everything else is equal, if the, if you know if Michigan plays out, uh, however, uh, as we know, Michigan uh, polls indicate that Donald Trump has a slight lead over Joe Biden right now, and that's largely due to in inflation and uh, the border situation. I guess is maybe one way to look at it as well. Border border issues are becoming a bigger and bigger thing in the minds of voters, even if you don't live in a border state. I'm wondering about Nikki Haley's 27%. uh, uh, And, you know, what if uh, those people decide rather that they can't vote for Joe Biden, but they're not going to vote for Donald Trump? Yeah, well, let's, uh, uh, this is, um, (laughs) this, uh, well, you'd have to think that a good portion of that are, uh, suburban Republicans, uh, especially women, as we've seen, and that hap- has happened in a number of states, including Pennsylvania, obviously. Um, suburban voters who don't like Donald Trump, and they may be either Republicans or Republican-leaning independents, and some of that uh, vote, obviously, the 27% may be Democrats who decide to cross over and uh, give Nikki Haley a boost. Uh, which is odd because most Democrats think that uh, Joe Biden has a better chance of winning the presidency if he runs against Donald Trump, and the polls do play that out. Uh, however, uh, it's, it, it seems to be probably most of that would be attributed to independents and Republicans uh, who just don't like Donald Trump and aren't going to like Donald Trump. 
and probably will not vote for Donald Trump in a general election if they wouldn't vote for him in this primary. Well, the one thing on a lot of people's minds here, we talked earlier this morning with Senator John Tester. We asked about the uh, government shutdown that's looming. He said he didn't think it's going to happen. What do you think from your point of view there? Well, judging by the meeting yesterday at the White House where um, the president had the big four leaders into the Oval Office with the vice president as well, uh, judging by what people said coming out of that meeting, the odds of a partial government shutdown, which is what would occur at midnight on Friday, are, uh, you know, lessening, that's for sure. Uh, the question is, how long will a temporary spending bill that Speaker Johnson now seems to be open to doing, how long will that last? Will it go all the way through the rest of the fiscal year? That will anger, needless to say, will anger a number of House Republicans who have sworn that they will not vote for another continuing resolution, the more conservative members of the House. Um, so the, they, but the Speaker seems open to that idea. And we know, as we've talked about many times, Mitch McConnell doesn't think government shutdowns are good, especially for Republicans. Uh, the other leaders in that room, Chuck Schumer, the majority leader in the Senate, uh, Democrats, as well as Hakeem Jeffries, the Democratic leader in the House, they all believe that uh, the temporary spending bill is the way perhaps to go and to keep government uh, open. What the, uh, the, what the Freedom Caucus members in the House are asking for is a 1% reduction in spending across the board, and that includes defense, which uh, you know has sounded alarm bells among some of the hawks in, uh, in the House. But the House is so closely divided to begin with that uh, the Freedom Caucus members can have some sway. Uh, so whether or not a uh, spending bill that covers the rest of the fiscal year, which goes uh, to uh, September 30th, um, if that has a 1% cut in it uh, across the board, will Democrats run from that idea if that's what the, uh, the House Republicans put on the floor? Will Democrats be upset about that? And will some House uh, Republicans who don't like the idea of cutting any, uh, any dollars from the Pentagon uh, will be upset about? That's where they, the, the discussion about this is headed. And it seems as though, don't be surprised if on Friday we get a temporary spending bill to maybe carry the negotiations over through the weekend into next week or something like that. Or maybe they come up with a whole enchilada and somehow have a spending bill that goes through the rest of the fiscal year. But then again, uh, that means that the speaker may very well be relying on more Democrats than Republicans to avoid a partial government shutdown. And will that uh, cause someone to want to oust him the way they did, uh, you know, with uh, McCarthy? You know, I think about this uh, national debt, $34 trillion, I believe, is where we are now. And yes. a 1% cut across the board, that would be a little bit like spitting in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. In a sense, yes. Um, and, you know, uh, this is the huge debate in this country as to, you know, it's a long-range debate as to what you want to cut. And the... Uh, you know, again, we talk about how important government is. 
as far as providing services and making sure that, uh, you know, our meat is inspected and the planes land and take off safely, et cetera, et cetera. And we rely so much on the federal government. And, uh, you know, uh, nobody, everybody likes cutting taxes. Nobody wants to talk about raising taxes. Uh, and, uh, except Democrats who like to talk about raising taxes on the wealthy, which will never close the gaps we have. We have entitlement spending. That is a major issue. Uh, you know, the, the spending that uh, can't, you know, it's not discretionary. Uh, you know, the Social Security, Medicare, uh, other programs, uh, veterans programs uh, that are considered entitlements. And so, you know, the, <laughs> I, uh, we, we could talk until we're blue about this particular issue. Uh, but if you don't figure out some way of raising some extra revenue somehow from somebody, then we are facing trillion-dollar deficits uh, every single year, at least trillion-dollar deficits. Okay, now in the world of finance, though, in inflationary times when you are paying back a debt, you're paying it back with dollars that are worth less <laughs> than the ones that you borrowed yes. for. So as long as your cash flow is good, you're in pretty good shape. Now, one of the wild cards in all of this also is... Will any of the Trump trials actually uh, come to being uh, completed before the election? Because there's a poll out that says 25% of Trump supporters want to go somewhere else if he's convicted of a felony. So that's a wild mm -hmm. card in all of this, too. Sure. Well, let me get back to your first point, which is... Um, borrowing costs going up uh, because of higher interest rates. And that means that Uncle Sam's borrowing also is higher. Uh, the yield on treasuries has to go up uh, to be able to compete and be attractive, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, so we're paying more on our national debt at this point. And that is a, that is a big problem. That's, that's also adding to our deficits. Then, um, you know, if the uh, Federal Reserve lowers interest rates and it brings overall interest rates down, then that will help Uncle Sam. But still, uh, they, with the entitlements and all the things that government does for us, we are still going to be running trillion-dollar deficits as far as the eye can see uh, unless something is done. And, you know, you hear... People talk about, well, we need a commission to do this, and we need a, a, a balanced budget amendment to the Constitution, and that's all well and good. But when you start talking about what we're going to cut, we are very divided in this country. It's, it would be different, obviously, if we were running surpluses. <laughs> we, would, we would be talking about, well, as, as, as happened at the start of the George George W. Bush administration, we were running surpluses, and the debt was going to be paid off. And uh, the Bush tax cuts took effect, and then the um, then we were involved in the war on terror, uh, which was very costly, and uh, that uh, that started us running deficits once again. And of course, the uh, the Great Recession uh, ballooned that as well. And uh, since then. We've come nowhere near to even balancing a budget, and we're a long way from balancing it at, at, uh, at this moment. 
Bob, as always, we yeah. appreciate your great reporting. And thank you for drilling down right for again. us this morning. Thank you. Talk to you tomorrow. You Bye-bye. Got it. You have a lot to think about when you're driving. Icy roads, the kids in the back, other drivers, reindeer. Hello, this is Ryan from Dent Magic. What you don't have to think about is where to take your car if you've been in an accident. At Dent Magic, we take pride in every vehicle we fix. From hail damage to deer damage, we use our expertise in multiple techniques to deliver the least invasive and best repairs possible. Dents, dings, and larger things. Dent Magic, your first stop before the body shop. Visit us on Highway 2 in Evergreen, just north of Flatted Electric, or online anytime at dentmagic.com. The KGEZ Good Morning Show Drill Down. Covering the biggest stories and bringing them home to Northwest Montana. Well, that is the second of our two exclusive KGEZ Good Morning Show drill downs made possible by dents, dings, and things <laughs> on your vehicle. Dent Magic can replace those dents, dings, and things, bringing you back to the way your vehicle was with the parts and the paint already on it. You ought to see the guys and learn about this magic. Dent Magic, just north of Platte Electric Co-op, Highway 2 in Evergreen. <laughs>